the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Yeah, boy, we're all here this morning. A little chilly. That's okay. I'm, what month is it? <laughs> I'm getting mixed up. Uh, Mike Rayleigh here along with Ann Clapp. Morning, Ann. How you doing today? I'm doing just fine. Good, good. Uh, Brother Rufus is across uh, there from me. Yes, sir. I'm doing <laughs> fine as a fiddle. Split four, no, that's a frog's hair split four away. <laughs> Getting your fiddles and frogs, fiddles and frogs mixed, mixed up. up. Oh, well, I'm glad you're here because we may need some legal advice I by learned, the time the morning's I over. I learned something yesterday. I was talking with my friend, County Commissioner James West, and discovered that he's a listener to WPTF Weekend Gardener and that he is a former Extension Service I did not know agent that. and supervisor. I did not know that. Boy, and he I, has a really storied career, doesn't he? And I told him, I said, you know, you, you'd make a great guest sometime. Yeah, I he wonder said, if he would do that. Well, I think he's in the mood to. <laughs> After I gave him a good talking to. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting to hear. Uh, good gracious, what in the world do you have to tell him? He said, he said I'll have to bone up on it, though. Oh, well. Uh, he's good. He was. He used to be over uh, when I worked at McKimmon Center. I'd see him a lot when they'd come over for the extension meetings. Oh, Dad. Yeah, he's he's a really yeah. Great I had guy. no earthy idea. I'm a yeah. newsman. I should have known that. Yeah. You know, and and these gardening circles, you 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 know, it's a small community. I should have known. And Phil Campbell is with us. If you're wondering who else is talking this morning, 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 Phil, owner of Campbell Road Nursery, and on the phone, we have a couple of people. Uh, Andrea Lane, who has been with us many times as a master gardener from Durham County. Andrea, good morning. You're in the mountains now, huh? Good morning. Yes, I am. I am calling in from Mitchell County, North Carolina. Mitchell County. Wow. So it's uh, it's pretty cold there this morning, isn't it? Is it chilly this morning? Oh, it is. Yeah, it's about 43 degrees. Now, you're from Pennsylvania, so that's no big deal. That's, well, yeah. Yeah. I, I remind myself that it's been 87 in Durham since I left. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> well, Andrea, I, I... It was only I, about 70 here. We're I'm, so glad you're on with us. Glorious. Yeah, and I'm glad that you're a mountaineer now. I uh, am, Rufus. We uh, need to talk. We need... Yeah, uh, yeah we, we're glad to have a uh, correspondent from the mountains. And also, another Nash County boy, Colby Griffin, 
is with us. He's the extension agent in, or one of them, in uh, Franklin County. Colby, thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Finally back on. All those, uh, all those children asleep? <laughs> Not hardly. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> no. Not on Saturday morning. Well, we'll, we'll help watch them. <laughs> you know, we can, we can, I have experience, so. Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate you being a part of this this morning, and uh, hopefully you'll have a good time. And yes, sir. All right. Uh, so, um, gosh, I don't know where to start. Uh, Rufus, you you been doing anything exciting this morning in the garden? Well, not exactly this morning. I barely rolled out of the bed. Oh, well, come on now. <laughs> but, I mean, it's a mountain morning. <laughs> but I, I did pull some weeds yesterday, and I, oh. I did observe that there are a few – Camellias still blooming. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the, the most masterful is that Kramer Supreme. Supreme just Kramer keeps, Supreme is the keep, prettiest. Keeps one. on giving, and just yeah. keeps on giving. Yeah, we've got a few out back here from those camellias that uh, right. japonicas that have been so pretty this year. It's been a great year for everything. Uh, lots of stuff is blooming. The the popcorn viburnum and everything. It's yeah, beautiful. And well, uh, I, I know one thing this afternoon. I'm on. I'm going to plant some cotton seeds. Yeah, here. yeah. Who was it that sent, uh, that, sent us that? That was uh, Brother Tom Garrity from Apex. He said you've been watching your show for 25 years. and Well, if you've been watching it, you've been <laughs> listening, yes. <laughs> I don't know what we, what you've been seeing, but uh, good gracious, thank you very much. We'll, yeah, uh, we'll says, have to. says, my, my wife plants them <clears throat> among flower beds. If your yeah. friend can guess what it is. You owe them five dollars. If they guess wrong, they owe you ten dollars. Well, I'm I sorry. Have... We uh, I I walked in and say somebody sent us some cotton seeds. <laughs> Messed it up. I'm sorry That's about right. that. But thank you very much for uh, for doing that. Uh, hey, Colby, you grow any? Uh, ever grown any cotton down east? Cotton? Yeah. Uh, there's, there's plenty in Edgecombe County where I used to be, but once you cross that Nash County line into Franklin County, it disappears. Yeah, I don't know what what uh, what is it the soil or or what? Yeah, that's 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 one reason. It's just never been a big crop there. Yeah, yeah. Well, pretty sandy soil in in a lot of Nash County. At least it was in my yard in Nashville. But uh, it's uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's uh, it's used to be a fair crop in North Carolina. There's still some grown. Yeah. Thank goodness for all our cotton shirts and stuff, um, but uh, I don't, well, I don't know what we're going to do with that, Rufus. Are you going to we're going to put them in containers or something? Well, I guess we'll have to because he says they work well in pots and and to uh, plant in full sun to your middle knuckle on your index finger. What? So that's about two inches. All right, we'll do like that. About two inches. I'll uh, I'll get my grandson to help me. Yeah, he can that. stick his whole. Old fist down in there. There you go. Now, Andre, you will not have to worry about <coughs> growing any cotton in Mitchell County. <laughs> I don't think so. No, I promise you that. Sadly, all I'm growing right now is um, dandelions. <laughs> yeah. So, what are you growing in Mitchell County? Uh, well, I, you know, I have I have pretty much well, sort of a clean slate. There wasn't many ornamentals here on the land, but there's some pink phlox growing that looks very pretty right now. Um, of course, I planted pansies, and the hostas are coming up, and the leaves of iris, so I'm excited about that. But the previous owner also left me a lot of bamboo. 
Ooh. Oh, bamboo. That's not, a, that's not a good present. No, I don't. I don't my think we even want to discuss that. Yeah, my gardening has consisted of cutting that down. <laughs> All right. Well, you cut it down. What are you going to do now? <laughs> Just make it come up somewhere else. Uh-huh. You, you, you make it mad, Andre, and it, it comes up about, another ten know, feet out the way. To, to get it, get it gone. But uh, Colby, you get you uh, ever dealt with with any? Uh, uh, bamboo? Uh, yeah. If you want to grow that, make sure you dig a trench about 12 foot deep, pour concrete. In, uh, <laughs> in area. Yeah. Well, what if you want to get rid of it? Is there any way to get rid of it? Well, it's just, uh, you can. Um, uh, trying to dig it up with the rhizomes and things will, I mean, just a small little sprig will re-sprout, but um, usually you can cut it down and have to do repeated applications of um, like glyphosate and other broad spectrum herbicides, but eventually it'll it'll knock it out. But it'll it'll take some time. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Gosh, you know there there has been okay. some on Lake Boone Trail since I was in college and before. I don't know when that was when that sprouted mm-hmm. or if somebody actually planted it there. <laughs> but uh, on on Lake Boone Trail, yep. there are a lot of different places that. that that it's uh, you know around Raleigh. I, d- I didn't know it grew in Mitchell County, though. How about I that? know. I was pretty surprised. Now, when I did my little app to find out, you know, exactly what it was, because I'm addicted to plant ID. Right. Um, it told me it was um, a native variety of bamboo. So, hmm. Colby, what do you know about that? Is there a, a mountain variety of, of uh, bamboo? Hmm. Um... There is a well the, the genus I think is Phyllis Statues. Um I mean that's all bamboo's in the genus, but um I think I think there may be one, but most of them that you see are gonna be invasive. Yeah. A lot of times yeah. uh, around like riverbanks and wetlands you'll see um it's not bamboo but it kinda looks like it. Yep. It's like a river I can't I can't remember the name of it, but the the leaves look similar but it doesn't grow in uh, you know, it only gets about maybe four feet tall. Mm-hmm. But that is a native, and I cannot think of the name of it right now. But a lot of folks is that that with bamboo is that sometimes. Nandina? I mean, I think I ca- I think yeah. it was called giant cane. Giant cane. Um, well, Nandina. Nandina is I'm going to look it up in the toolbox too. You don't really don't want those in your yard. Yeah. <laughs> People love them, but no, no, uh, no. In fact, if anyone does want some. Uh, well, actually, someone asked me, said, oh, save me a piece. And I was like thinking to myself, no, no, I'm not going to be part of that. <laughs> well, uh, they just think it's exotic or or why Why would anybody well, okay, put here, themselves through that? Now. It's uh, giant cane, river cane, or switch cane are the common names. Uh-huh. Switch cane. We don't want to talk about that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Rufus, is yeah. that what your daddy used on you, a yeah, switch cane? Well, Mama says right there. Oh, cut, Mama. Okay. Right there and cut that limb and cut it big enough, too. That's right. <laughs> you don't cut yeah, it big enough, yeah. you have to go so get another one. The only thing it has going for it is it's deer resistant, highly deer resistant. <laughs> no wonder. Hey, Colby, how, how are your mom and daddy doing? They're doing fine. Great. Doing well. Please give them my best. Yes, sir. All right. I, I grew up with his mother. I knew his mother. Uh, I didn't didn't know his his father, but because he was from the Red Oak area, uh, up north there, and but I knew I knew a bunch of Griffins or people kin to the Griffins like uh, Stephen Wayne Moore and all those folks. So, yeah, yeah, we're like ants around these parts. Yeah, man, they had a lot of Griffins around, there's no doubt. Griffins up north, basses to the west. <laughs> mm. <laughs> a lot of basses in Spring Hope around that area. Uh, not Ernest T, but. 
<laughs> you know, that, that type of thing. That's where the sausage is made. Uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Uh, Colby, do you have uh, Master Gardeners in Franklin County? No, sir, we do not at this point. Okay, so do you kidnap them from Vance County or uh, from uh, <laughs> from another county? Uh, no, um, you know, I had, I had a whole year planned out of gardening, uh, working on the series last year, but, of course, that got um, – that got completely canceled most of the classes because of the pandemic. Yeah, so uh, you did two or three last early last year, and then um, I did one online last October. But so you're like uh, you're like Johnny. Johnny just I guess has had one or two groups. I guess uh, one group, and he's going to have um, he's going to have another one here before long. But uh, that's that's. That's a great thing to have Master Gardeners. Uh, that program is, is unbelievable. My, my friend uh, Irv Evans, who uh, helped me start this mm-hmm. show 36 years ago, I, th- I think uh, was very instrumental in, in that program uh, through the years. And uh, it's, it's so vital. Uh, Master Gardeners are well-trained uh, and, uh, and dedicated. So it's uh, – we. Uh, one of these days coming up in Durham. That's right, and uh, <laughs> we'll we'll have to talk about that. Even though you're not in Durham anymore, you're spying. I'm, I still fly the flag for Durham. Uh, okay, <laughs> more of the weekend gardener coming up. We'll talk to Ken and others here on the WPTF Weekend Gardener when we all wake up. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. We're back on WPTF with the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmiston and uh, Phil Campbell, Andrea Lane, Colby Griffin. And Rufus just uh, showed me on his phone a photo of me standing beside a rufus edmonton stand up and uh it's funny I, th- I thought it was really you i was standing there posing melissa took my photo and uh, that was how that was at uh, one of your the watergate party. It was watergate party you and know I'm a few holding years a chair ago wine. yeah mm-hmm. it's great you're wearing a tux and everything that's a great stand not everybody has a stand-up of themselves <laughs> it's in the hall and every time i pass by it shocks you. Me. Salute, don't I, you? I say, hey, everybody! <laughs> everybody, everybody salutes. Uh, let's go to Ken and see what's on Ken's mind. Good morning, Ken. How can we help you this morning? Ain't much on my mind. I ain't got much mind left. But oh, well, <laughs> welcome to the club. I'm, uh, I'm waiting in line here. McDonald's gonna give me a biscuit, so if I get interrupted, I got just got a quick question. Okay. I a house here recently, man. Uh, half of the backyard. Looks like it's covered in, um, I mean, ivy's all I know to call it. It looks like ivy. I mean, it's running up the trees, and like the whole back corner is just covered like kudzu. And I just, every time, I mean, I've been cutting it down some, like bush hogging with my push mower, <laughs> but yeah. know, it leaves all them vines, man. You start pulling them vines, and I mean, it's just like forever. I mean, it's a hard job. So I wonder if there was some type of something to put on it just well, best way to get rid of. You know, Colby, he can, uh, I guess, cut at the bottom of the trees that it's that are going up. And what what about uh, cutting it with the lawnmower? And uh, then, well, the whole ground is covered. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's well, thick, and when 
run along the ground, and if you don't get them, I mean, it just goes right. Like so oh, yeah, it just aggravates you to even do more. So any anything else he can do, Colby? I know Irv used to say around tax time you could spray the new leaves with uh, Roundup, but yeah, English man, English ivy is mm, that that is hard hard to control the landscape, and for the life of me, I don't know why it. it it's been so popular, but yeah, it's established just like bamboo. It's hard to get rid of, but right. yeah, around yeah. Um, early spring, um, when you see you know the first two to four new leaves, um, you can spray it with uh, glyphosate. And um, if you see regrowth around a month and a half later, you can uh, spray it again. But if it's going up a tree, you can um, you can cut the the vine off, uh, you know, a foot or so off the ground, and then just paint the stump with the glyphosate solution and. It'll probably take several applications, but it'll eventually knock it out. Yeah, this is a long-term deal here, Ken, unless you got a lot of help to get rid of the stuff. Yeah, well, that's why I say you end up, you get out there and you start with it, you start pulling, like, you know, I could do this all day, you know, I got Yeah, I mean, you could, you could, and then some, plenty, with, with yeah. a whole team of people. But, all right, well, I'm going to let you guys hard that. I enjoy listening to you. I'm well, we appreciate it. I hope you get your biscuit one of these days. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get it in a minute. I don't call very often, but I, uh, I listen to you. You call? Super straight and, um, well, uh, don't many stand up. I, I remember him from Watergate. I was, a, I was a young man watching that, and uh, it was some rough times, man. We appreciate you. Yes, sir. Well, you know, it's going to be a, a 50 year anniversary. Come July, June the 17th, 2022, will be the, the 50 years since the break-in of Watergate. And yeah. I must say, uh, you've got, you got a little age on you if you remember Watergate. I mean, you, <laughs> well, I do vividly. you you got, you got maturity. <laughs> yes. 66, baby. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you how old I am. You talk about Griffins. Did you ever eat at Griffins? I used to be. I used to cook at Griffin's. You mean uh, oh, yeah. down down the street here? Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah, wait. Where's Griffin's? We'll see. Man, that was a busy place. Which one? The one in uh, Tarboro or somewhere? No, it's right here in Raleigh. Oh, the yeah, one in Raleigh. Okay. The one on Atlantic Avenue. Right there. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, man. That's a popular place. Yeah, that's breakfast. Yeah, it is. I Pancake batter I can make up, and you'd still run out right in the middle of the road. Well, pour some of that pancake batter on the ivy. Maybe that'll get rid of it. <laughs> that might work. smother. All right, Dan. I'll let you go. All right, take it All easy. Right. See you later, later. Ken. Griffins, yeah. Got, do you know oh, those man. Griffins, uh, Colby? I do not. Yeah, it's a great restaurant yes. up here. I mean, if you come to Raleigh, Colby, you need to eat at Griffins Restaurant mm-hmm. sometime. It's, uh, it's been there a long time. Good old country cooking. 919-860-9783. We do get a lot of calls about Ivy. Uh, any other any other thoughts from anybody? I think I think just uh, cutting it and uh, if, if you want to use some some Roundup, you can. We got a little less than a minute. Yeah, I just wanted to say that um, that glyphosate is the is the best thing to use, but really you don't want to use the kind of generic formulations that you. That already pre-mixed in these big box stores, you really need to find one that's got. If you look on the bottle, it has active ingredient. You really want it to be more than around forty-one percent. At least that's what. Um, wow. The research at the university has said. So you do so want to find that. a brush killer? Yeah, it's, it's the one that's got the brush killer, right? Yeah. But yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. More of the weekend gardener coming up here on WPTF. We've already gone through a half hour. More of the Weekend Gardener straight ahead here on WPTF.
Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Yes, indeed, 835 WPTF time. We're just looking at a photo, a couple of photos here. Of, one is of a Ruby Falls red bud that Phil gave us at, a, at my church, St. Michael's Episcopal, and I planted, and it has worked so well. That tree has so much personality. Uh, Col- Colby, you uh familiar with the Ruby Falls? Oh, very much so, yes. We sir. had uh, Dr. Denny Warner on yes, a few weeks yeah, ago. <laughs> yeah, it sure is, and it, it has <clears> done <throat> so well. I planted it in an area. It's just kind of a place that's cut out on this big concrete area at church, and lots of different things had been tried over the years, but this has worked really well there, and it just it just uh, envelops the spot there. In fact, the some of the folks on the grounds committee will go in there and uh, trim it a little teeny bit at the bottom because it'll go down all the way to the concrete and start spreading out. So they want it. They uh, they cut it a little bit. And I also was I was showing uh, Rufus and Ann and and Phil. I guess I ought to put this on Facebook. The uh, my windmill palm that has gone nuts. I guess it's under a lot of stress or something. Although it looks pretty happy, but it's got a lot of seeds, seed pods on it. I mean, it looks, it looks like something. I mean, from a distance, it looks like bananas hanging on the thing. So, do you have a windmill palm, Andrea or Colby? I don't have one. Of those. I have not grown palm. Yeah, the the windmill palm. I don't know if it w- would work in Mitchell County, but it certainly works. Uh, up to zone six, I believe, but it uh, okay. it's a very hardy, beautiful. If you want to feel like you're at the beach, that's a that's a great one. Uh, much more hardy than the was it the sago sago palm? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That one that one doesn't do too well here. It does okay in South Carolina, but yeah, there's somebody here. in my neighborhood that has it at the, the their front yard's kind of slopes down to where their porch is, and they've they, there's a shrub kind of in blocking it from view a little bit from the sidewalk but you can see it and it they they cover it when it's really cold mm-hmm. uh, otherwise it looks really nice it's yeah, done well it, it's done better than some of the sago palms down at topsail island yeah if it's if it's has like cement or asphalt or something around it and then it keeps it you know like a warmer protected area in the yard yeah. it would you could make it i've seen a few around it, it would make mm-hmm. it here so, uh, Andrea, you are you're technically still a Durham Master Gardener. Uh, yes. Okay. So you're writing, and I know uh, one of your specialties is writing articles. So you're still writing for them. Uh, well, I actually, um, with my move, I, um, I I handed the reins over as far as the blogging was concerned. I may still contribute, you know, something about bamboo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, there's always plenty of things to write about, but I had had that um, position, I guess, for five years, and I was feeling a little burnt out. Yeah. So I have switched my focus to the plant toolbox, which I'm sure Colby knows a lot about. Boy, I'll tell you, the the, uh, the other extension agents really have promoted that, Johnny and, and Mart and, well, and Paul. Well, there's... There's nothing to not like about yeah. it. I mean, 4,000, more than 4,000 plant profiles, almost 9,000 images. I mean, it is just a wealth of information. And so last year, I, I took photographs of my old garden in Durham, which was, you know, I had a pretty large ornamental garden. 
Um, and that was great fun. And now I've switched to the editorial side, and I'm working on... Um, so now you're lambasting gardens? are grammatically correct. <laughs> <laughs> you're criticizing gardens. That's what you're doing. Criticizing gardens? Yeah, I mean, you're editorializing. I, I figured you were uh, coming well, out we're one side or the other. Only wisteria and... <laughs> yeah, it was important to get the information out as soon as possible, but um, uh, it, you know, uh, it was a data dump, uh, and so now we're just you know spiffing up the language. <laughs> so the the plant toolbox, Colby, is it possible in in sometime in the future? I don't know what it would take to have an app for NC State to invest in that. Yes, that's a great idea. Yeah, that is an excellent idea. I will pass that along to Lucy Bradley. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what. What that involves, right? How much space? How much? Well, I mean, the information is already online. I'm, I'm assuming they would just have to develop the app. I mean, and just link it to the yeah. database. Yeah, those I, IT people can do anything. That would be right. wonderful, and they got them at state. So I, that would be a wonderful thing. But it is a great resource. And you were talking about which, which app plants something, uh, uh, Andrea? Uh, the uh, photo. I use pictured this. Picture this. Now, I use Lens. Lens works Lens? well. Okay. Lens is L E N S. It's it's Google Google Lens, and it's worked okay. really well. Colby, do you use the the photo? I, take a photo, identify I, I plant. Do. I use I, I use the one that um that Andrea mentioned. Um, picture this sometimes and take a picture, and it doesn't um, match what I'm thinking it is. Then I know I've got to do some more research. Yeah, right. Right. They're not good foolproof. Good picture, Absolutely not foolproof. Pretty good. Yeah. But it gets you closer. That's right, yeah. Gives hmm. you a starting point. Yeah, well, that's that's important. And, and you know, if you're walking with your phone and, and observing plants, I do that all the time. I walk through my neighborhood and, mm-hmm. and other areas, and I'd the love to look at the I plants. The to garden, Mike, and huh? I left my phone inside on purpose so that I wouldn't be taking pictures constantly. Well, you know, and I don't want to. I don't want to walk up to somebody's house and start taking pictures. And in this day and age, people are going to wonder what you're doing out there. What are you doing? I know, but it gets distracting too. Yeah. Well, I don't want to slow down. I'm pretty fast walkers, so I don't. I don't. I don't yeah. jog, but I walk pretty fast. And uh, it, it, my it, mom used to hate when we would go walking through the neighborhood because I would always pause at everybody's landscape to, you know, observe and <laughs> get ideas. And she'd be like, come on, this is for exercise. Yeah. Got to keep walking. Colby, you have you have all your kids involved with gardening or do you have time to? to... Oh, yeah. They enjoy helping plant things. Do you, ha- do you have a, a vegetable garden every year? Yes, sir. Um I'm waiting on. Uh, that's a good segue into summer vegetables, but yeah, I'm, I'm waiting. To, I'm itching to get seeds and things like tomatoes in the ground, but it's still too early. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. you know, especially Thank you for saying that. Well, especially with that. weeks weeks uh, like uh, we're having here in a weekend, last two or three days. I mean, you, Phil, you said you had a little frost out at Campbell Road. Yesterday morning, we had frost on the rooftops, and it was 38 yeah. degrees. I and, mean, my goodness. And Colby's up north this morning here in Red Oak. So. How much? 36. Holy moly! Red Oak is a cool place, though. Yeah, it's a cool place. Yeah, so. yeah. but well, it yeah, cool it's, and <laughs> I mean, and next week it's going to be forty one morning again. Right. And when you're talking forty, it can drop down to thirty six in a minute and have frost. Mm-hmm. So, well, don't tell me that. I just moved my house plants out yesterday. Well, you can throw a sheet oh, over. Move them back in. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, so Colby, is are tomatoes what we need to worry most about in in these really cold mornings, or the other vegetables? Well, really, I mean, it's any any. Um, I mean, seeds too. They're pretty protected in, in the soil till they sprout. Um, you've got a little lead way there, but you know things like tomatoes and uh, squash transplants and things like that. I mean, peppers. The especially peppers, hot the air peppers can be eighty degrees, but it's the soil temperatures that folks don't think about. Mm-hmm. And so, um, two weeks ago they were in the fifties. Last week they were in the mid sixties, and I checked them yesterday with these cool temperatures. They're they're back down in the mid fifties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we're still on a roller coaster. So it's you know I always tell folks wait two weeks after April fifteenth, and usually they don't because they want to plant things. But I really appreciate you um, saying that. You usually, I mean, really the best best gardens I ever have, or it's. it's it's after May first. Yep. Just, just, just hold off on summer vegetables until after May first, and you'll be good to go. Usually, <laughs> folks yep. don't want to do that. And if you're in the mountains like Andrea, add two May more 15th. weeks onto that. That's right. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. Yep. <laughs> so, are you going to do you plant any vegetables, Andrea? Well, I'm not. I'm not big in vegetables. I wasn't in Durham. I did a lot of herbs, um, and I really enjoyed that. Just so, you going to plant herbs up there and clipping some herbs. But we will do vegetables here. My husband is building a chicken coop right now, and he's got and uh, setting up an apiary for bees. Um, wow! So, yeah, got to switch to vegetables now. <laughs> I'm also a lot further from the grocery store. So. <laughs> yeah, that's well, you are doing country living. So what so ta- doing, what town are you closest? To, what town are you closest to? Uh, Bruce Pine is where I do my food shopping. Oh, okay. Wow. That's a nice area. Oh, man. You're close to little Switzerland. Yeah. Jealous. So you're, yeah. So you're <laughs> north, so you're north of, just north of Asheville. Uh, I wouldn't say just, but I would definitely say north. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what we say is we're, we're about halfway between Asheville and Boone, but not near either. Yeah. Close to Burnsville. Why, why did y'all pick that particular area? Well, you know, we did a lot of looking around, and um, we I, w- I would say we picked this half of, you know, the north part of Asheville because we found more year-round folk here than south of Asheville. There was a lot more um, oh, yeah. people coming up from Atlanta or Florida even, um, and Charlotte as uh, just a weekend or summertime. You know, they were vacation homes, second homes. And we were going to live here year-round, so we wanted to be in a community that was mostly year-round as well. Hmm. So mm-hmm. that's why we came north. And this particular site, just, you know, I was very particular about the house, and my husband was very particular about the land and the location, and this is where all those things came together. That's wonderful. So, that's okay. great. Well, so you're yeah. you're really, I mean, y'all are doing things that you've always wanted to do. It's grow, uh, chickens and bees and and all kinds of things. We are doing there. things that my husband has always wanted to do. <laughs> well, what what there do? You, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm well, a it's a nice pl- sort, so I'm right there. <laughs> it's a nice place to tag along, though. It's a nice place to tag along. That's as long as you don't have to walk to the grocery store. Right. I do. I did. Uh, uh, I got a Subaru. <laughs> oh. <laughs> up yeah. and down my mountain road with confidence. Well, there you go. All right, uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Don't forget to feed the birds. Our uh, friends at Wild Birds Unlimited at Falls Center in Raleigh and at Crescent Common Shopping Center in Cary are giving you a chance to win a no-mess seed cylinder feeder. 
How about that? Register to win by going either to the WPTF Facebook page now. Well, it says either, but there's no place else to go. Just go to the WPTF Facebook page. Prize will be given away on Monday. Go to WPTF's Facebook page right now and register for a no-mess seed cylinder feeder from Wild Birds Unlimited. More of the Weekend Gardener straight ahead here on WPTF is 848. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. 8.51 WPTF time. Mike Rayley here along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston, Phil Campbell of Campbell Road Nursery. And uh, we've got uh, Colby Griffin from the Franklin County Cooperative Extension Service, Andrea Lane, who has been with uh, the Durham County uh, Cooperative Extension Service as a master gardener for uh, many years. And let's see here. We've got, uh, oh, oh, Phil is back. It's And she sells Simus Garden stuff. So oh, it, yeah. It's amazing the amount of wildlife we have in the triangle, isn't it? The, the rabbits are horrible you know, right I now. Know, they ate a little <laughs> bit of my banana tree they ate a, when it was just coming up. So yeah. I'll tell them stop yeah. that. Put a little uh, I must garden on it. You know, the damage they can do, uh, various animals. A lot of folks uh, depend on I must garden repellents to control animal damage. And if you have deer or rabbits eating your plants, squirrels digging in your flower pots, moles and voles tunneling through your lawn, I must garden has the solution for you. Imos Garden will protect your beautiful garden with natural repellents that are pleasantly scented, effective, and long-lasting. Every Imos Garden repellent has been individually formulated to provide safe and effective protection. Imos Garden blends natural ingredients with botanical oils to give you the most effective repellents on the market that are easy to use and don't have to be reapplied after every rain. The repellents are... Available in a variety of sizes from ready-to-use spray bottles, cost-saving concentrates, and easy-to-use shaker jars. It's no wonder Imos Garden has become the favorite repellent for so many gardeners. You'll find Imos Garden at a lot of locally-owned independent garden centers and hardware stores like Campbell Road Nursery and Stone Brothers and Bird in Durham and Southern States in Carborough. Protect your garden today with natural pest protection from iMus Garden Repellent. Earth-friendly, people, and pet-friendly, and made right here in the Triangle area. Let's go to <laughs> Tina in Raleigh is next up. Good morning, Tina. Good morning. Yes, ma'am. You you, we can hear you fine. Oh, wonderful. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Sure. I have a question, a couple of questions about uh, planting. I'm in North Raleigh. And I have a pretty blank yard in the back, and I wanted to plant a shade tree that wasn't really going to be invasive or attract uh, some of those uh, creatures that you just mentioned. Um, do you have an idea of what I might be able to plant in that space? Well, we can't see the space, but it's how. Do you want a large? Do you want a large shade tree like an oak or a maple size? <laughs> yeah. It's it's a it's a third of an acre there in the backyard, so it's a pretty wide space. Yeah, and um, and you know it's just grass right now. But I'd love to have a a, a shade tree sort of flowering if possible to have a the flowering shade tree back there, but also to be able to 
Use the yeah, Col- Colby, what what would you come up with off the top of your head? Well, I always encourage native plants, but, um, I mean, a, a great shade tree in the crepe myrtle uh, family would be, um, if you can find a fantasy crepe myrtle, um, those are the ones that get uh, very tall and wide and provide excellent shade, um, but they can be a little bit harder to find. Um uh, because those are the straight species fantasies. If, if, if you've ever been to the uh, Ralston Arboretum, uh, those are the mm-hmm, ones uh, right when you walk into the, I think. Yeah, they uh, look like oak or maple trees. <laughs> but, what now? Okay. I mean, they look like oak or maple trees there. Well, I mean, huge. Yeah, they get very large, but I mean, folks like them because the bark peels. They, they yeah. bloom all summer like regular crepe. Yeah, so, and you got the blooms. Um, I, know, I know Taylor's Nursery sometimes has them on uh, Newburn Avenue there at their retail uh, okay. spot in Raleigh. But Okay. Well, good. Thank you. So, fantasy myrtle. Uh, Craig, yeah. Uh, Phil, can you use Rufus and? Well, I, I, if I, if you couldn't get a fantasy, I, I go the Natchez. 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 Natchez, Tennessee. Yeah. Just absolutely phenomenal. Now, that one has the cinnamon colored bark on it, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. that that's very pretty. I, it's not going to get as big as the fantasy, but it's, okay. it'll get it'll get fairly Natchez. big. But you you got that much area out there you may need more than one well the reason i think that kobe and the rest of us are talking about crepe myrtles is you get the beautiful foliage in the both the spring and then the flowers in the summer for a long time and then you get the beautiful fall colors and and a magnificent trunk when you don't have any flowers on it or leaves on it yeah okay and I don't know if there's another shade tree that, well, that really you – now, of course, the tulip poplar. Well, yeah. The The other thing is if you wanted – I mean, we've got some larger um, – where, like at the old house there at the nursery, we've got some larger Japanese maples. Now, that's not going to give you a lot of foliage. I mean, it's not going to give you a lot of flower color or any flower color, but it's going to give you some really yeah. nice foliage You color. would need something like the blood good, I guess. Right, right. But we, yeah, we've got some really pretty ones there and that are that have been growing for a while, and, and that's, you know, that'll be better. Uh, I mean, like, it'll give you the foliage color. Yeah. Okay. So it's okay. not going to be anywhere near as big, but it's, right. they, they get the blood good gets fairly large. Yeah, yeah, these are, these are pretty big. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, good. Those are good, two good ideas. Yeah, we think some more. Think of some more. Question on on the crepe myrtles. We have some of those in the front, and they've gotten to where they're really sprawly, sprawly branches. And one of our neighbors was saying that we needed to like prune them back. I think what they're um, thinking of is crepe murder, and you don't want to do, do that. that. <laughs> yeah. That'll that'll so completely. Murder. Yeah, crepe murder is is when you just just uh, saw it off at the top. <laughs> You know, yeah. saw all the limbs off of the top, straight across, the top. straight across, yeah. and it it, it looks cut. it looks terrible, and it's it's not good for the plant no, okay. at all. That's exactly what my neighbor did, and they were telling us to yeah. do that. Yeah. So well, why? I don't understand do why people like that, but I guess it's it does look neater. It's easy, <laughs> but but why have the tree? It's easy. Yeah, and, it's, it's, and that's a lot of bloom on new growth, and people think if you cut half of the tree off, then all the new growth will obviously have blooms on. But yeah. I mean. But yeah, the new growth is just, is spindly and weak, and you know it's going to put you cut it off like that, and you're going to get some some green a little green patch up there, like a little curly head. But uh-huh. you know, if you get any flowers, it'll be a miracle because it's putting all its energy into trying to grow some foliage. Okay. So that okay. that's not 
that's not the thing. If 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 you want something smaller, then you would have to cut it down and plant a smaller variety, and there are lots of them of crepe myrtle. Uh, you can so prune them so like you would any other tree, but, you know. Yeah, we don't want smaller, but is, should, is it okay to just let it be? And then what's the best way and the best time? Just like the beetle said, let it be. Yeah. If you're going to trim okay. anything at all, trim, trim it all the way back to the trunk. But what Rufus is talking about, trim it at the trunk. Trim the limb at the trunk, not not uh-huh. trim it all the way down to the but uh, Colby, you would you would certainly want to anything that's crossing any limbs that are crossing. You can open up the interior. Yeah, the it. three Ds: dead, diseased, or dying. That's in crossing. Yeah. Um, you know, if you think any okay. of those three Ds, cut them out. And if you want to prune grape myrtles, I mean, really, really, only thing you need to do is those three Ds and anything that's crossing. And then a lot of folks don't like the leftover seed pods that hang off so you can do some light pruning just to kind of yeah. shape the crown but other than that they really need to be left alone tina we got to go but thank you